Hey, sweet ones. Welcome back to the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Klein. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I believe that God's heart is so very tender and merciful towards us. And yet we still need to be as Jesus calls us to be, innocent as doves and yet wise as serpents in all of our relationships. Today, I'm going to talk about emotional affairs and spiritual abuse. I'm going to start by reading something I wrote many years ago regarding my first marriage. And I wanna just say, if you're listening to this, it's only through <laughs> me being uh, having some trepidation about hitting publish on this one. So, um, okay, this is something I wrote probably about 12 years ago, and I was referring to my first marriage. I had emotional affairs with four men while I was married the first time. Okay. To clarify, they weren't reciprocal. The guys didn't even know. I basically had crushes on four men while I was married. And yet crush is such a small word. A crush is what I had for three years in high school on one certain boy who will remain nameless, who left me breathless when he walked by me in the hall or speechless when I saw him in the library. A crush is what I used to have on John Bon Jovi. A crush seems young and somewhat silly and meaningless and innocent in the scheme of life. So whatever the word is for when you're an adult and you're married and you're thinking about what it would be like to be married to another man, but he has no idea, whatever that word is. How about wrong or envy or sin or coveting as in do not covet your neighbor's anything ergo breaking one of the 10 commandments trouble with a capital T. Yeah, I did that four times. The first three times happened in the very first few years of my marriage. It felt both wrong and harmless all at the same time as most burgeoning sin issues do. I chalked it up to the precarious combination of still feeling like an adolescent, my already very struggling marriage, and my lack of understanding that the grass ain't always greener. I kept it all to myself, but I secretly pined and compared. All very unfair of me, all totally wrong. And I confessed to my then husband, sitting on our secondhand couch with our baby and our toddler playing at our feet. And I said, I was sorry and that I knew it was wrong and that I would work on it. He was gracious, if I recall, and we moved on. I really was able to move on. But then there was this other one. This one spanned the entirety of my first marriage, someone I used to know. We kept in touch over the years, not a good idea on my part. And deep down, I knew it because he was my what if. He was my path not taken. He was the one I let get away. And how different would my life had been if I only hadn't dot, dot, dot. So dangerous. 
flashing red lights kind of dangerous. Dangerous no matter how you look at it. We saw each other maybe two or three times briefly in those 20 years, talked on the phone a couple times, always about ministry stuff, and yet dangerous. But actually, I think one of the other ones was more dangerous. So I want to spend a little time talking about one of the first three that I referred to. Because it's only been recently, like decades later, that I've been realizing this particular one-sided emotional affair of mine maybe wasn't what I have been painting it to be. First of all, I no longer believe it was one-sided. Now, I don't think I was targeted per se, but there were emails, many, many emails between us. I was young. This wasn't his first rodeo, if you know what I'm saying. We were in the same circles enough for him to know that my marriage was so fragile and fraught. And actually, I would share about it, come to think of it. And therefore, I was ridiculously vulnerable and outright needy. I gulped up the words of affirmation like water. I was made to feel important and smart and like a necessary part of the group. And these were things I was not hearing in any other place in my life. I think my neediness wasn't simply like from a marriage void, but also possibly a childhood wound void. And that was all like the combination of our age difference worked towards that angle as well. I looked forward to any and all communication and interactions with him. I started thinking about him and wanting more, and I'm so ashamed of this as I think back. However, and I'm not justifying because I'm owning, but however, I don't believe the phrase one-sided emotional affair is the correct wording. We know so much more about these kinds of things now than we did back then. Now, the word abuse feels very strong. But the truth of the matter is that there was an age difference, a significant one. There was a leadership level difference, along with the whole men can lead, women need to listen and defer thing that all contributed to an unequal power dynamic. I was only in my late 20s. I knew nothing about nothing. I didn't know any better. I wasn't thinking this is dangerous. I was thinking this is amazing, but he was an actual adult and he should have known better. And again, I was vulnerable and it was known that I was, he may have even known I had developed feelings for him though. I sure tried to keep it in check. And then one day, finally, I sent him an email saying from that point forward, I'd be including his spouse in every email communication that we had gotten too comfortable with each other, i.e. flirty, and it needed to stop. Years later, our quote unquote relationship would end with some of the most deeply hurtful words anyone would ever say to me, but that's another story for another time or not. So why am I telling you this? Because if this is you, 
if this is you and your past and it's sounding familiar and you haven't worked through it yet, I want you to consider doing so. Whether it simply be journaling with the Lord, talking with a friend or with a counselor, because it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. And if this has happened to you, it wasn't supposed to happen and it's not okay. Or maybe you find yourself in a place of being married to someone and maybe the marriage is not good and you are wishing you were married to someone else, a specific someone else, or perhaps you're divorced or single and you're wishing you were married to another woman's husband, like right now. Sweet girl, if this is you, run for the hills. Just run. It's only the mercy of God that things didn't go farther and that lives and marriages and families weren't blown up. So you can run. Um, I spoke with someone recently who asked to speak with me and this person is separated and seeing someone else who is separated. If you know anything about me, you know that that means in my mind and to me biblically and divorce care would back this up that they are both still married then and they are in a relationship. Um, this person picked the wrong girl <laughs> to come to for advice. But this person said, this is the deepest relationship we've both been in. Things like we felt loved to each other. And I said, I can tell you right here and now that the Lord did not bring you two together in an adulterous relationship. And I told this person to end it. And their response was, we're trying to. I said, no. You do not need to try to. You are two adults. You just end it. Not one good thing will come from this. You are hurting yourself. You are hurting the other person. You are each hurting your still spouses. And you are absolutely hurting your precious children who are watching you do this. So stop now and run. The grass isn't greener. It's just a different shade. So if you are in a situation right now, perhaps where you feel or are realizing that the power dynamics are not equal, I want to gently challenge you to tell someone you can trust. I didn't tell a soul for years and it ate me up the entire time. I felt low key guilt for I think a year and a half or two years over that situation. Ask God to give you the strength to tell someone and ask God to give you the strength to end it. And if you feel you have no one you can tell, tell me. You can email me at elizabeth at elizabethkline.com. You can get out of this. There is hope for you. There is healing. This is not what God wanted for you. As always, if this episode or the All That To Say podcast has meant something to you, 
It would mean the world to me if you would share it or subscribe to it or rate it or review it. So sweet ones, all that to say, no matter how you've been hurt or what you are doing right now that you maybe know isn't right, you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God. And he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved. And therefore, honey, you have no other loves to beg for. And you have nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love. to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of the All That To Say podcast. Around here, we talk about the hard stuff because I've been through a lot of it and so have you. And therapy has been a monumental part of my coping and my healing since I was in my early 20s. Well, BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time, schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. And if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash all that to say. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all that to say.